This is 90% of the band right here. Well, we're, we're going to use, we'll use all five mics just to uh, <laughs> make it. No, we're kind of running around like crazy. This is a week before our album comes out. And so if you see us talking on two phones at once, it's because we're doing two interviews at the same time. <laughs> we're kind of, that's, that's a joke. But we, we're dividing and conquering. And so th those guys are doing phone interviews and we're here. And everyone wishes they could be here, I promise. But we got lucky. Yes. Back here, guys. Um, do you listen to your own music and sing to it in the car? That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all we listen question. to. That that's the, the that's the question, man. When when your song comes on the radio, what do you do? <laughs> you know, do you roll up the windows? <laughs> do you change the channel? Because it's kind of uncool to be caught listening to your own music, right? Yeah, if I pull up next to you at a stoplight and you're rocking Switchfoot, I'm going to give you a hard time. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, just think about that. Like, if if Dave Grohl pulled up next to you and he was listening to Foo Fighters, you'd be like, Hello? <laughs> I'm back. It's funny, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we spend a lot of time in the studio working on these songs. We do listen to them quite a bit in private with the windows up. <laughs> um. But yeah, w when you when you finish the album, I think it's we we get to play them every night, and that's how we get to hear them, you know. Good, here. Um, just want to say I've enjoyed what I've heard from the new album that's coming out. That's great. Um, I'm curious, uh, just what your interpretation of the song "Float" is. Float. Wow, that's that's a song that um, was inspired um, by a guy who's working with refugees and helping um, victims of ISIS in the Middle East. And, and actually, to me, it's, a, it's about how music can, can take you out of a, a dark place and, and help to lift your spirit. And, and actually, we filmed a music video for that song, Float, in Manila in, uh, in the Philippines. And to me, that was a really special day. It really embodied what the song means to me. Um, we got to be in, in the middle of an intersection in the middle of a very poor area in Manila and to play the music, and and people came out of their houses, kids came out and danced with us. It was a really memorable moment, and really captured the spirit of the song to me. We're way back here, guys. Uh, so I um I listened to your music growing up in high school, and I remember going to all your bands and um, hearing the name of Jesus on the stage, listening to your albums. I actually have every single album. Um, <laughs> So and I really love your music. I love your style. You guys are so talented, and God gave you that talent. And it sets other musicians um, with a passion. Uh, we were just up at Uprise, and we saw you guys. And um, my youth sent me here today. They're like, you got to ask this question. Why didn't they mention God on stage when they have this huge platform? And when you guys were talking about, you know, becoming your own label and everything else and what God has given to you, but you said that it was just all brought to you and that there was karma. And you said a lot of things that really sunk hard with them because they didn't hear a resounding praise back to a God that gave you this platform. So I guess they just kind of want to know, like, um, in the world that you kind of, um, your music goes across so many spans. And that's what's awesome about it. But they want to know, like, how are you really living out your faith through your music? Um, when they just didn't really hear it loud and proud at Uprise, and that was kind of that sat kind of heavy with them. 
And I guess I kind of have the same question. So not trying to attack you, just bringing it forward because I heard it through middle school to high school up, and you guys were loud about it. You were so loud about it. Well, thanks for the question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the oxygen just leaves the room. <laughs> I, 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 I want to get into it. Uh, before I do, I want to um, address, uh, you said that we mentioned karma, which that's, that's just inaccurate. I don't believe in karma. Um, that's not a word that we throw around, but we are from Southern California, and we hear about it a lot. Um, I think we've been misunderstood quite a bit as a band, um, and I think we've had to learn to be okay with that. You know, not everyone understands who Switchfoot is or what Switchfoot is, but we have to be okay with being who God has made us to be. And I feel like within the body of Christ, there's many different roles that we all play, and the message that we bring, I think, is is very, uh, very Christ-filled. That's how, how we sing, and that's how we feel it. But not everyone, it doesn't hit everyone the same way, and I, I, I have to be okay with that at the end of the day, you know. And, um, yeah, it, 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 it's hurt, it hurts sometimes. It's hard to, to feel friendly fire from within the church. But, um, you know, I'm at peace with knowing that we're doing what we're called to do. Yes. I will vouch for their faith. I've seen them all around the country, and I think he had one show that maybe that wasn't mentioned, but they're, they're still flying high for Jesus. You know, I, I, think, I think everyone wants you to raise their flag in the way that they raise it, you know, whether it's the American flag or the Christian flag. It's, they raise it in their own way, and it looks different, and, um, and we, 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 we raise the flag the way we, we were raised, and you know, the way we're comfortable I within the culture that we were raised in. And I think it's, uh, it's maybe reaching a, di a different audience than, um, than a praise and worship band or um, other bands. And I think they're all important. Okay, so I feel like um, just from listening to your music for a long time and hearing some stuff from you guys that uh, there's a lot of story behind a lot of the music and stuff. So fill in the blank maybe with a story or if it's just one word but blank is where the light shines through tell me a little bit about that that's cool well i think um i, I appreciate you referencing the, the where the light shines through concept and i've seen people with signs i know that somebody has a sign right there and uh <laughs> i think i think it's really cool I, you know um for me as far as stories go i think you know, each album for us has been sort of just a an opportunity to talk about what we're going through at the present time, and often stories uh, of our own experience. But um, there's even songs on this new record that are inspired by our audience. Um, I was just talking to John earlier about uh, an email he got that inspired a song. You know, letters that people hand us after a show that inspire a song, and um, you know. I love that that it's a communal thing. It's not just about us, not just um, always inward, but but actually expressing things that we're sharing together. And, and we don't have life all figured out, and we love the dialogue with our audience and the, and the constant conversation. And 
wrestling with things we don't totally understand and haven't figured out yet. But I think in music, that's okay. That's a that's where uh, it's a safe place to talk about faith and doubt and pain and hope and the beauty of life all all at once. So I don't know if that sh shed some light on on where the songs are coming Back from. Back here, guys. I just want to say um, thank you for all your music. It's brought me out of some dark times of depression and suicidal thoughts. So you guys have lifted me up and brought me out of some dark times. Um, I just wanted to ask, what's the greatest lesson God has taught you? Mm, wow. Wow. I'm learning that I experience faith in the rearview mirror and I experience God's goodness many times in the rearview mirror. And what I mean by that is I can look backwards and connect the dots from the valley all the way up to the peak and realize that God was there in the trench. But in the moment, sometimes it's very dark, it's very lonely. Um, and, and, and it tying that question with the previous question, for me, failure is where the light shines through. I think that's where, in my life, a lot of the, the good things have happened. And they don't feel like good things at the time. They're, they feel like very hard things. They feel like they're trying to break you. Um, but in the rearview mirror, I can see God's faithfulness. And that becomes part of how I experience um, his goodness becomes part of my faith story and and uh, I, I guess that's what faith is, is remembering. Uh, and th the next time you're in the valley, when the next time you experience that failure, you have this rich history to pull from of remembering, okay, I've been here before. I didn't necessarily feel God's presence, but he was with me and I trust that and I believe that. Over here, guys. They don't know where that is. Over here. <laughs> Hey, you guys remember last year? The rain? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. The reason I, well, I didn't know much about Switchfoot going into last year's creation. I don't know why. My kids introduced me to you on the way here. Um, I knew your music from the radio and, and that sort of thing, but I didn't know much about your ministry. I didn't know where you stood in the, in the Lord or what have you. And I let that ride because I knew you were here at creation, and I trusted that that was enough come saturday night's concert it was deluge i mean we're standing in puddles out waiting and i don't know if you guys had a chance to talk about this as a band but i was i was learning about switchfoot quickly when i saw john what i interpreted as feel for the crowd because we're standing there in pouring rain for hours waiting for you guys to come up and he came out to be in the rain with us, you know? And you guys, I think you, some of you did as well. And I learned um, a little bit about the heart of Switchfoot at that moment and where you meet people. And I didn't hear you t saying the name of Jesus necessarily right on the spot, but I knew the love you had for, y for the Lord. Just by the end of that night, I felt like we had elevated, that we had... We had we had all spiritually uh, connected. <laughs> you know how these things are when we worship together. You know, 
there was worship going on. I'm not even sure I understood half the words you guys were singing, but everybody else around me did. But, <laughs> you know. Did you guys talk about that night at all? And I can't imagine that that, where we went that night, you guys just got in your trailer and did it again somewhere else. That blows my mind. I, I w that moment seems so pinnacle, and certainly it changed my, my mind about where you guys are. So, I don't know, can you address that at all? Well, thanks. Yeah. I th that's, that's a huge compliment. I think one of our big goals every night is to destroy the bloatedness uh, of the stage. The stage is this bloated, uh, it's not reality. Um, there's this thing built into our culture that what happens on stage is important and what happens off stage is less important. And I think nothing could be further from the truth. It's what happens when no one's watching you that really matters. Um, so with that as kind of the, the context, we're always trying to break down the barrier. And, um, you know, growing up, touring in the early years, we played with a lot of punk bands, and Fire, Five Iron Friends was one of them. And we learned a lot from those guys. And one of the things we learned was uh, that there, there is no difference. You know, at the end of the night, it, at the show, you're all singing the same songs, you're all sweating together, and then afterwards you're all hanging out and you're talking about life and about the songs, and we've tried to keep that with us, and that's probably one of the reasons we're still a band 20 years later is that we, um, we really do feel it. You know, we, these songs m mean a great deal to us, and we love talking about them afterwards. We love the connection that music has brought us to people. Over here around the corner. Hey, um, I was just... We're all youth leaders here. We're looked up to a lot. We've, um, we're really just public figures in the eyes of our kids. Um, but you guys are like to the extreme of that. And I know for me, finding that place of uh, to be able to recharge, to be able to kind of uh, break down the day and um, pull myself together. Uh, I'm just curious what you guys do as, as your recharge. Like what is what is the thing that you guys do for yourself um, to kind of get you back into um, being on all the time? Sure. Um. Well, I think time alone is important for me personally. I need that quiet five, 10, 20 minutes, whatever I can get just to reset. Um, and that's super important. And, and it's good for us to huddle before we walk out on stage and, and really just connect. Um, so there's that kind of group uh, quiet time as well. Um, but man, I, I just want to acknowledge what you're talking about as far as the role that you play as a youth leader, because I was a youth group kid and I can remember specifically how my youth leaders were such an important example to me and the role they played that was so unique and almost at times more important in my life than my relationship with my parents to be able to go to my youth leader and ask questions and, and talk about struggles and talk about real stuff. And I just want to acknowledge that the youth ministry you guys are doing is so important at this age and, and just as they're walk your, your youth group is walking through some of the big questions of life and preparing to go out into the world on their own. And, and um, I, I just applaud you for that. You know, our hope is that these songs would be useful to you as an you know, a way to open up the dialogue about things that really matter and talk about faith and doubt and everything 
uh, under the sun that's in the lyrics and and hopefully that's a conversation that continues after we're long gone and you guys get to be there to continue that week after week so i just thank you for what you're doing right in the back here guys hello well first i just wanted to uh thank you guys for your music um meant to live was a song that got me into christian music which is something i'm just so grateful for um, because it's been great but um something i've been wondering about you know i've come here i've been 07 10 13 16 seen you guys and i've noticed noticed some differences in your performances where kind of back in the day it seemed like you guys weren't really folk i mean this is not supposed to be a criticism just a notice like you just didn't like john really tried on this is your life and dare to move but just seemed to just not care and just kind of was putting himself out there and I guess a kind of like humbling thing. But then in 2013, you guys came out and you just like everything just sounded so great. And I was just wondering if there was like, just was that just like a development thing or was that like a choice thing? I was just curious. And like, again, I don't want this to be like a criticism. It's just something I've thought about before and just wanted to know. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a compliment, I guess, that we're, we're getting better. <laughs> You always want to be going that direction. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think we just uh, we just work a lot at our craft, and um, that I actually really do take that as a compliment. I think when we started out as a band, we were really um, terrible as a <laughs> as a live band. Like we did not know how to how to how to you know this. I was in high school, and. Um, and I think we've learned a lot, and we're always, after the show, kind of like um, rehearsing, you know, what happened, how can we improve? We care a lot about it, you know, about the messaging, about the sound, everything. And so, yeah, it's, it's good to hear that it's getting better. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. How would you say, as youth leaders, evangelism happens most effectively? Who's going to take that one? In the back? Showing up. Showing up. That's good. That's the title track of the new album. <laughs> Anyone else? I'll tell you, I drive school bus and I work with public school students and all we use on my bus to get the conversation started is music. And it's playing the CDs, and thank God I have got four of my own teenagers that have introduced me to bands like you guys, because quite honestly, that's not my style of music. But they choose the CDs, we put them on, and it really started with the students on my bus mocking some of the songs. And then it picked up, other kids started singing. So music is the way I start the ministry conversation and get those kids moving and motivated. So thank you. My daughter is a youth leader within her youth group, and I know she loves Switchfoot, and she actually, in her bedroom, has a chalkboard wall, and she often has your lyrics written on the wall, and I think that starts a conversation for her. They mean a lot to her, okay, and then when she goes to the youth group, some of these things they talk about, so, but I also know that she, along that same line, if there were any particular songs that song that was difficult for you to write that became spe especially special to you in the end. 
That was tricky. She turned my question back, know, wow. back to me. That was good. <laughs> you should be a reporter. <laughs> wow. This will be our last question, so. Before I answer that, because I, I want to chew on that, that's a good question. I just wanted to make the observation of connecting the dots between showing up, um, which I thought was a great answer, and how music can be, it's almost like it puts the ball on the tee, right? So it's ready to be, to be hit out of the park. It's, it's, a it's a handshake, what we do and what you guys do. And that's really how we see it. You know, we, we're in a very strategic spot as a band. We get to have conversations and ask questions in places where people aren't even asking the questions themselves, you know? And rather than shouting an answer, when someone's not even asking the question, we get to open that door, open that dialogue, and then you guys go home with them at the end of the night, and you can continue that, and you have the relationship, and you do show up, and it's this ongoing thing, and I think that's the most effective way that I've seen for evangelism to work is through relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just so honored that we get to partner with you guys in that, and, and we really appreciate what you guys do and the, the roles that you've been placed in, so thank you. Oh, um, answer your question. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I would say uh, Dare You to Move, maybe. That was a, it's a, obviously an important song for us. and um, We did record it twice on two different records, so hopefully the second time it got better. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of figured that one out and in my parents' um, garage, and then we took it on tour, and we learned a little more about it, and um, yeah, that song's a special one for us. Hey, thanks, you guys. Thank you. Give it up.